I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Welcome to Anything Goes, the best geek and pop culture show broadcast in Long Island, New York. I'm your host, Timothy Rooney, and we're back with a brand new episode. And this week, we're not doing a commentary track to a Halloween movie, but we are doing a One Good Scare episode. But it is about the new trailer for Halloween Kills that just dropped. So if I'm talking about Halloween, I gotta have my co-host with me, Mr. Mike Wilson. How you doing, Mike? It's here! It's, it's here! Finally! It's finally here! Yeah, my microphone cable seems to be fucking up more. <laughs> Uh, Wait, now you're going... Nope. No, okay, there, there we go. There we go. Don't Yay. touch it. Don't touch it. Top, Don't... Qual- top quality production we have here. Uh, I mean, between that and VLC player right now, uh, you uh, technology... Uh, do I'm not ready to just give up and go to bed. <laughs> Kick you out. Put the air conditioner back on. Yes, because we're recording in here. Uh, uh, Sweltering, hot yeah. summer day. It was the so AC funny how, loud. Like, how quickly this room became hot. Like, even though I turned up the AC like no more than five minutes ago. Yeah, uh-huh. But yeah, so we're going to be doing a breakdown of the Halloween Kills trailer that just dropped earlier this week, and we're going to be probably speculating on what this some of the things mean, so it might be spoilers for people, so if you do not want any kind of spoiler conversation, I'd say uh, skip this episode. I'd say fuck off. Today's Saturday, June 26th, by the way. This thing dropped two days ago? Yes. The 24th, after somebody leaked it online, and I guess Blumhouse just said, ah, fuck it, give give them the real thing. Yeah. We've been waiting long enough. Wasn't there something a while back that said trailer coming next week or something or trailer? It was tomorrow? like back in May. Yeah, and we didn't get it. So yeah. I, I think like the idea was going to be July first, but then the uh, things got out of hand and Blumhouse was like, "Fuck it, give him something." And to some people, they may have given us too much, but we'll get into that as <laughs> Please, we go. Uh, I want some more. What is this? <laughs> Oliver Twist, and I want my gruel. Uh, pretty much. But yeah, so if you don't want any spoilers, I say skip this episode and come back when we do our commentary track to the theatrical cut. Of Rob Zombie's Halloween from 2007. Oh, yeah, this is a full two and a half minute trailer, not those little 30 second teasers we got before. No, but we'll be pulling from those teasers to give a little bit of context of what we see I in this trailer. Remember them. I, well, <laughs> I, I, I rewatched them this that's morning. That's how quick they went by. Because uh, there's certain things that uh, it provides a little bit of uh, answers to some of the questions I have in this trailer. That's how fast they ended. It's like, yeah. good, one and done. Yep, yep. boom. They they were quicker than Judas Boyfriend in in sixty three exactly literally <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so okay I guess we'll start from the beginning here um, that's a good place to begin uh, <laughs> uh, where all good things start with a fire yep Laurie Strode's house is engulfed in flames at the beginning or not at the beginning the end of Halloween twenty eighteen yeah and there was what was it that one production still from a while but I think. No, it was from... Entertainment Weekly? No, it was from Halloween of 2019 when Jamie Lee Curtis put out that little behind-the-scenes, 30-second behind-the-scenes teaser. Yeah. And behind the scenes, we show Michael Myers standing in the doorway of the burning Strode house holding some large object. I had a... And the house is, like, you know, covered in water from what, what looked like a fire hose offset. 
I predicted back then, Michael Myers, you know, he basically found like the fucking water main to the house, yanked it, and water just started, you know, flooding. Yeah. Like you ever see a flood with so much pressure that water just shoots upwards like a damn geyser? Mm-hmm. Like when a, a water main really breaks and the pressure is pretty it's, heavy. It's so powerful, it shoots in the air. That's what I kind of thought, and that the fire hose off screen was just, you know, the For production, production crew off screen. Yeah. Uh, turns out we were dead wrong. Mm-hmm. And we start out with, you know, the house in flames, and then we get from the last teaser. Lori, Allison, and Karen, you know, riding in the back of the truck and screaming because they see the fire trucks coming to save, you know, coming to put her house out. Yeah. And, and, and like they were saying, like they're saying, Lori specifically says, let it burn. Now, is she referring to the house? She's saying, let him burn. I, I always said, let it burn. Let it burn. Let, let it burn, burn. Let it burn. Uh, and like, so I always thought, like, is it like, let it burn as in the house or let it what what Loomis referred the to my yeah, yes uh, uh, bur- can be referred to no. as him in uh, the beginning of uh, if you're Halloween so. yeah but as the firefighters are checking to see if there's any survivors in the house that's when the foundation falls through and one of the firefighters goes into the basement suddenly and another firefighter pulls his hand through yelling give me your hand the fucking guy's lying on the floor writhing in pain he's not gonna be able to get up. his leg might be broken you dumbass but this just the fact that, like, I guess how this is going to be executed, no pun intended, yeah, 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 or yeah, pun yeah, fully yeah. intended, with, like, I, see, I thought Michael Myers somehow broke his way out or whatever while the firefighters were there putting shit out. This this creeped me out quite a bit when I first watched this. And I watched this. You sent this to me while I was at work in a oh, you know, no. dark-ass building late at night <laughs> watching this. Having to, you know, shut lights off behind me while closing a building down. Yeah, and to the point that you said, like, you would text me after you were done watching it. It's like, I feel really creeped out right now. This is unnerving, man, because it's like, this right here is your slow burn suspense, where the firefighter, you can't see, you can't see the goddamn floor beneath him. No. Because of how much flames there are. He's reaching into this hole. You know what's there. Yeah, it's, it's two things. One, it's reality based because so much of the firefighters work is like, they cannot see what the hell they're doing because of. Buildings are engulfed in flame. That's very realistic. Yeah. And two, it's the bomb principle that Hitchcock says, like, you show the audience there's a bomb underneath the table while the people sitting at it don't know what's underneath there. We, the audience, we know who's in that basement. You'd like, no, get away from the hole right now. And the interesting thing was this scene started with that same shot down into the basement that Michael Myers was trapped in where the the uh, the bars, the crisscross. The bar, the cris- yeah, the cross beams came out, the crossbars. Yeah. And he's not there, similar to the ending of Halloween 2018. Mm-hmm. So the firefighter's reaching down there for his buddy, and a hand pops up. Yep. And out comes the shape, mm. and the firefighters just stand there and look like they've seen a fucking ghost. I mean, you imagine, like, oh, like part, like, I bet you, like, the first time I was like, oh, hey, somebody lived. But then, like, oh, wait, that's part of our gear that he's got in his hands, and there's something really unnerving like, about it. There's the, a person in a burning building should not just stroll out looking like that. No. And he pulls out, I guess, it. It's a piece of equipment that I forget what the hell is. it's like. It's like a pry bar. Yeah, you know, it's like it's make sure one end's got the crowbar and the other one's got the spike on the end of it. Yeah, and he just like hits it on his hand, walks out, and he starts fucking shit up and paling people, <coughs> stabs one guy through the face. Another firefighter finally, I guess, takes shit into his own hand, gets out the fucking saw. Yeah, the buzz saw. The buzz saw, and goes after him. But nope, that didn't happen. He judoed his ass down mm. and just you know stands there looking at his handiwork. We get all our logos. My Finally, favorite shot of the trailer right here, the top-down look of, I presume this is Lori's hands. Or maybe, oh no, this is probably, uh, 
Oh, shit, I forget, I forget the... I think it might be Karen, because it, she's wearing the big sweater. Oh, good call. But it also might be Allison, because yeah. we saw her hand covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all is well, Lori's in bed, Allison's talking about how, you know, the boogeyman is real. Like, yeah. you know, she never fucking believed her grandma. Nobody, nobody did. Everybody rolled her off as a kook. And apparently, even with the fire trucks going back, Lori even says, like, it's over, he's dead. And as she say that, we get... We get the aftermath of Halloween 2018. One yeah. of the things I always wish we would have in more in Halloween movies is the epilogue. Yes. Where we now see Hawk, you know, Hawkins, Will Patton's dead body there. I wonder if they're going to give him a fucking acting credit or if they just put a fucking. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I hope it's like kind of like after like Alien 3, they change the rules of like, if you're going to show like a dead character again, like you still have to pay the actor because it's likenesses. Well, the funny part is, is that they could just said, oh, yeah, Dr. Sartain ran over his face. Making it unrecognizable. Because we don't see Will Patton's face there. We just see a body. In that shot, we don't, but we see the cops there. You know, Sheriff Barker, played by, uh, what was his name? Omar Darcy, I believe it was. I the believe sheriff, so. The sheriff with the hat. The, the, with the cowboy the hat. The cowboy hat. Omar Dorsey, yes. He's back. He's looking mortified at, like, the aftermath of all this. Yeah, because we, cause we see what we see what he's react We see his reaction, then we cut to what he's reacting to, and it's the firefighters. Well, I, I think he was reacting to... He might have been reacting to Hawkins being dead because he mm. worked with him for so long. But at the same time, you may be right, you know. But the next cut we get is the dead firefighters, the police finding them. The house has burned to the fucking ground. Only the only thing still standing is the chimneys. Yeah. And a couple of little support beams. And, and, and okay, maybe it's because, all right, like cops and horror movies, especially slashers, you expect them to get killed. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's the fact that there's firefighters, you don't expect them to die that often in these kind of movies. That That's what's unnerving me so much. That there's so many dead firefighters here. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's it's like seeing the aftermath here just made me very uncomfortable. But Oh, and then we get the one quick shot of uh, Allison's friend Oscar, you know, dead and impaled through the face on Ooh. the fucking gate. Yeah. And next we get in the hospital, Sheriff Barker telling Karen that Michael Myers is still alive. Yeah. And with this is punctuated by a shot of Michael Myers stalking the gravekeeper from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Who played her? Uh, I forget the actress's name. Not you... Octavia Spencer. No, 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 no. Because she's in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Diva which... Tyler. Diva Tyler, thank you. Yep. And I don't know, is it like her grandpa or whatever? There's an old guy, you know, doing the whole slow burn thing. Who's there? There's a dark... Yeah. It's almost like a like their riff on the Elrod situation in Halloween Two. Yep, I heard because we watched a couple of reaction videos and opinion videos. This is yeah. kind of like that, except now amped to the fucking umpteenth degree. Right, where instead of coming through a doorway, he breaks through a window and fucking smashes this guy's fucking head in a million times. Then he grabs a fluorescent light tube, breaks it, and they have a hardcore match. Oh yeah, yeah, they 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 have a death match. Now, uh, what's crazy is that when he stabs her through the and he stabs her through the neck. But it happened so fucking fast. I did, like, the frame-by-frame, like I'm kind of doing here. I thought that when he stabbed her, the her fucking neck blood from her fucking artery was filling up inside the actual fluorescent light tube. It's actually, like, just splurting out around it. Okay. And just the, 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 I guess, reflectiveness of the glass, it just took on a reddish tint. But actually, that looked like a cool effect for a minute. Yeah, like, like if it was a comedic effect, it would, like, if this was a horror comedy, like, you would just show the whole thing getting filled up. Like, yeah. Like, a tube, like, the whole tube. But I'm surprised this was not a red band trailer for the, specifically for that kill. Yeah. Well, maybe YouTube has different rules. But, maybe. you know, just to punctuate it, Michael Myers one last time takes a knife, stabs it into the old man, and it quickly it, it cuts. match cuts. It quickly cuts to Lori fucking doing the fucking, the stupid typical, 
video game, stab myself with a syringe to heal myself. Yeah. Instantly. I, like, it's she's just giving mental- herself adrenaline because she's probably been under, she's probably been medicated while she was in hospital. Someone named Ishmael with bandages all over his face stabs her with a thing of digoxin and they have to sneak out before the, the, the XOF unit and, <laughs> and the, the boy with a gas mask who can float with a flaming whale and a man on fire. Try to kill her in the hospital. Yeah, me- Metal Gear Solid Five made no sense. Yeah. I love it, but it made no sense. I, I, I was this like, does not make sense. And, and the fact that it's the, it's the beginning of the goddamn much. game that's just like really yeah. like, okay. But anyway, you know, Karen <laughs> digress. Like, Karen's like fucking mortified and trying to talk her mother down. Basically, basically talk her down from fucking destroying herself. Yeah, like if you're gonna go out there, you're gonna die. You gotta stay in the hospital because you because Karen reminds us that like, you were stabbed in the stomach. You. Sh- should not be up and down right now. Lori's not going to fucking take it, though. No. She says evil dies tonight. She does not want, you know, her daughter and granddaughter to be running. She pulls out the fucking butcher knife they still had. And now the next one we have. It's very brief, you could tell. But in the in Halloween 2018, when Michael had the big, you know, stalking and killing when he finally returned to Haddonfield, we were introduced to this young African-American couple yeah. dressed as a doctor and a sexy nurse. Yes. The sexy nurse, you know, looked at Michael Myers. And realized that this dude was creepy. This dude was creepy, got in the car, and drove off. Those two characters return. They are actually featured quite a bit in this trailer, and they have a much bigger role as part of the mob that's now going to hunt Michael Myers. But we kind of we saw her a bit in some of the those 30-second teasers that were previously released. Yes. Now, this is like her being attacked by Michael Myers, attacking through an SUV, and cut to Allison, you know, pissed off, saying, I'm not going to fucking take this. You could see in the background, just before, I since I can't frame reverse, oh yeah, and a big fuck you to VLC media player yeah. for being just difficult to use when it comes to shit like this, but... You could see Cameron, her her douchebag boyfriend, still in his fucking Bonnie and Clyde outfit. Yes, wa- yes, he's still wa- in the dress. St- wa- wearing a dress, stalking through the fucking woods with a rifle. Yep. And I guess Allison is leading part of the mob with him and who we will see in a l- little bit. Cameron's father, Lonnie Elam, returns. The character of Lonnie Elam. Hey, hey, Lonnie, get, get your, your ass, ass away from, from there. there. But as they stalk through the woods... Into they the come woods. into the woods. They come across a disgusting sight. We have, and this happens very quick. This is why I'm glad I went back and looked at this. We have, we see at first two bodies on what? What is that thing called? Not the merry-go-round. But I, the, I would say, I would call that a merry-go-round. It's on. It's that playground thing where you sit on it and it spins you round spin and round. around. Yeah. We find our sexy nurse and doctor dead with silver sh- shamrock masks on. Those return. And so, like, just did, strapped to it. So, like, it makes you wonder, like, okay. Did Michael kill those kids to get those masks? Or they're just so popular that everybody has it. Like Maybe every- there's a big giveaway at nine. That's why Michael Myers has to get home. Mm-hmm. He want he wants something. He wants some undescribed thing that's being given away at nine. And you know what? Everybody's gonna try and stop it. Stop it. Stop, stop it. it. If Tom Atkins comes back in this and saves the day. Uh awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'll be a run in that I'd be happy for right yes. there. Um but yeah, now we have we see uh, Lonnie's like letting laying out the plot here when he breaks out a map of Hanfield, noticing all the victims that are on part of this massacre tonight is leading right back to Myers's old childhood home. So he's just killing a shitload of people on the way home. And I did look closely at that map. I could not see any actual like streets that have been named in previous movies. I was looking for Lampkin Lane, Michael right. Myers Street. Maybe they renamed it. But we finally get to the last body hanging, <sighs> wearing the witch mask. Yeah. Um, 
take notice to what that body is wearing. Yeah. A purplish magenta sweater, sweater with a <clears throat> like button up shirt with a with a very uh pronounced pattern on it. Yes. So cut to Michael stalking more through the woods, Lori banging on shit. And we get back in the hospital. Tommy Doyle's there with Karen saying, what do we do? And we and Lori says, we fight. You know, we get fucking Allison cocking a shotgun. And in the background, you could see doctor, yeah. African-American doctor and Tommy Doyle's little fucking mob. And you can actually see sexy nurse in the back. Right yeah, there. they're leading like a, a mob to go after uh, Michael Myers at this point. That's right a big part of the plot here is that Michael Myers has returned. And this time, instead of the town just, you know, sticking their fingers in their ears and going blah, 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 like every movie. The whole town basically immobilizes to kill this motherfucker. And, and not just a couple of rednecks. Who's not, shoot. not just a fucking cast of fucking Green Acres. <laughs> he'll kill him, you know? Uh, Ted. Uh, <coughs> what is it, Ted Hollister? Is that Ted Hollister. Hollister. It's Ted Hollister. It's coming right for us. <laughs> That's how they got out of it. They said Ted Hollister was coming right for us. They thought he was a deer. <laughs> it's coming right for us, Ned. It's coming right for us. <laughs> 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 Shut up! I don't laugh like that. Yeah, yes, you I do. do. <laughs> no, you don't laugh like that. You gasp for air like that. Yes. Like, just like that. There you go. You, thank you. You just proved me right. Anyway. Is Miles Dyson going to be in this movie? <laughs> Is that how he stops Michael Myers? He doesn't know how much longer he can hold this? Uh... Uh, he's going to make a sacrifice play to try to stop the bad guy. I don't know how much longer I can hold this joke going. <laughs> so we'll continue on. Yes. But anywho, Tommy attacks like someone's SUV. I don't know who. <laughs> we see quite a bit of black SUV, so I don't know. Is he pissed at Lindsay Wallace that she dumped him or something? Like that? I, we have no idea. We're <laughs> pure speculation at that point. But we get more you know, shots. Now the music ramps up. Michael's walking through the woods. He's walking behind a bunch of houses that do look a lot like... Some of our South Pass locations from Halloween 2. It reminds me a lot of the Elrod house. So yeah. the neighborhood they still got down. This is still being shot in Charleston. Yes. And but Lori says how Michael Myers is still flesh and blood. And we get a shot of a fucking mob. You know, outside the, the hospital. I don't know if they're after Lori because there's one shot that I'll describe in a little bit. They're trying to break into uh, the hospital room. But then we get the most important answer, which is somewhat of a plot spoiler here. How did Michael actually survive Yeah, the f the fire? Because he, I, I don't think he was just standing there engulfed in flames waiting for the fire department to show up. No. We see the shutters of Lori's gun cabinet go up. Now, if you look through there in the background, I see fucking cinder block walls. I see brick walls and metal shutters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he probably would have eventually been, been overcome with smoke inhalation, like you said. Yeah. But he wasn't going to burn. In the, maybe the heat would have gotten to him. Yeah. He had, like, heat exhaustion. But he wasn't going to burn safely locked in there. No. Now, one of the things I said after Halloween 2018 is that if there's another sequel, they got to fucking get this right or else Lori's the dumbest motherfucker in the world. She's had 40 years to plan for this. Technically, if you want to be fair, we'll give her 30 because we, when we see the flashbacks of her and Karen as a little kid building the shit. Yeah. Karen was already, what, like, eight, ten years old? Yeah. So she, we'll be fair, we'll give her 30, but still, 30, 30 fucking years. I was, I, I was just finishing up first grade 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of time. Yeah, to prepare for one night, at potentially. No, yes, and at no point did you think to yourself, you know what? I've kind of made this gun safe a little too fireproof. Like, someone could, I made it too physically, too much space. Someone could hide in here if need right. be. Maybe I should rethink this, but no. 
But when Michael emerges from the gun, from the gun safe, you know, with the shutters and everything, there's the fireman that fell through the floor in the beginning. Yeah. And that's how and he fucking hits him right in the face with the fucking claw end of that fireman tool. Yep. Cut to Michael stalking Lindsay Wallace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Richards is back. That's been, you know, announced already. a while ago. And that cuts to Nurse Marion. One Ma- of Marion another, Chambers another, from the... Uh, from the original and Halloween 2 and Halloween H2O. Yes. And played again by Nancy Stevens and Michael Myers attacking her the same way he did in the original by basically breaking the fucking window with his palm. Yeah. And yanking her out. And Laurie says, the more he kills, the more he transcends. I don't know what the fuck that means. Is he... Which leads me to a point here. Okay. Is he going to become a ghost after this? No, I'm just saying, like... Is the Curse of Thorn fully take over? I... He's definitely showing more... Will he become a full-fledged redneck like Rob Zombie wants him to be? No. He's becoming more and more supernatural in this movie in terms of strength. And, like, some people have... uh, I have seen a little bit of discourse on the internet saying that, like, okay... At least with Halloween 2018, like, nothing he really did was outside the realms of possibility. Uh, except destroying her fucking kitchen island that was, like, mounted to a heavy fucking track. And he's 60 years old and suffering from blood loss currently from having his fingers right. blown off. And saying, is this, like, are they making him too overpowered? Is he, are they leaning too heavy into the supernatural uh, part of his character here? Well, there's always going to be a supernatural element, because it's like, how the hell does this guy do this? Is he just that mentally fucked up that he feels no pain whatsoever? My Mm. fucking microphone cable is wigging out again. Yep. Sorry. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's up for debate until the when the movie comes out, you know? Yeah. And and you know what? Like, if they are going to lean that way, you know what? It's leaning into the idea that Carpenter said the first one, that he is the embodiment of pure evil Mm -hmm. and now if anything he's the embodiment of pure evil since this is still taking place on the same night as halloween 2018 he's the embodiment of pure evil that's been caged for 40 years yeah and is going to fucking come back rampage rampage you know with a fucking vengeance a furious vengeance not like before like he, he you know 1978 he did his stalking thing slow burn but no he was defeated, he was caged up, and now we are seeing the... F- he never thought he'd get a second chance, mm. <coughs> and he does, and he ain't fucking around. No. Now, the very important thing to note here is what Nurse Marion is wearing. A purplish magenta sweater and a button-up shirt with a very pronounced pattern. Yeah, so the witch, Ooh. shamrock, victim is Nurse Chambers. The, the person hanging... By the fucking swing set chain by their neck with a witch silver shamrock mask earlier covered in blood is poor Nurse Marion. She just can't win. Regardless of whatever timeline she runs in, she gets killed. I felt bad for her in Halloween H2O. It's like I watch Halloween 2 again. I'm like, honey, you only got 20 years left. Yeah. Make it count. Now it's like when I watch the first one, it's like, honey, you got 40 years left. Yep. Hope you hope you uh you don't get to attach that fucking pension as a nurse at a state hospital. You ain't gonna be around to spend it. But I feel bad, you know. Yeah. So we then cuts to Kyle Richards, you know, screaming in shock at something. Yeah. It, it could be that because there, I, I did notice a lot of what will most likely be different scenes kind of spliced together as if they're the same. Yes. I'll point that out later. This may be one of those. You know, for for uh, for the for effect of the effect. trailer's sake. And they happen so fast that you don't really notice. You no. know, that's a common You get the technique. impression of it, not the context. Yeah. 
Oh, and it's doing that thing again that I love when it just fucking freezes, freezes like an you. asshole. <laughs> but yeah, but it is still cool to see that. Hang on, let me start this over. You, you, you talk to the people. Yeah, the cow Richards is back and everything, like because it, it is. It shows a level of continuity for the franchise that's been spotty at best, and two that that these filmmakers care about. These movies, it's not, it's, it doesn't seem like a corporate product to them. It seems like there's, there's genuine imagination put well, into this. What also helps is the fact that the guy running the company producing this is like an active participant in all this stuff, Jason Blum. He's not just a fucking, you know, guy in it. He's not Harvey Weinstein. He's not just a fucking guy in a suit getting daily reports and saying, do this, do that. More without Bob even, Weinstein than Harvey, but same thing. Yeah, without even actually being there. Like, Jason Blum is very hands-on. Jason Blum, Jason Blum is the kind of boss I feel you want to work for. I don't know the guy. I've never met him. No. We made out once, but. Yeah, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, like, he seems like the type of person that you would want to work for. Cause mm-hmm. he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, I don't want to say he's going to hook you up because like he does, he has said he doesn't give his directors the biggest budgets because he wants them to figure out how to do it. You know. No, yeah. I mean, because imagination. More frugal. Just, yeah. Imagination does make you more creative. Um, and even though something gets carpenters bristled up against. Uh, oh, yeah. When carpenters press- set it right next to him. It's like, no, fuck that. I want as much money as possible just because it makes all the headaches go away. Yeah. If I, mean, I don't use it all, cool. Yeah. And I mean, because you think of like all the movies he. Carpenter made up until the thing. The reason why I think one of the biggest reasons why the thing works so well, thirty nine years later, it just turned thirty nine the other day, um, is the fact that Carpenter had all the keys to the kingdom of Universal. He had a great budget. He had so many resources. He had over a year to make that film, and it created a classic. So I get where he's coming from there. But also going back to Jason Blum himself, he was there at the test screening that we saw of Halloween yeah. twenty eighteen. He that he uh, what was it? He posted on Instagram. Yeah, him and David Gordon Green were there. In the theater, you know, I guess after everything was over. So that's, that's just cool, you know? Like this, this, even though yes, fucking, if you're not, if you're doing something in life and not trying to make money with it, you're pretty much wasting your fucking time. Right. I hate to say it, like creativity can be profitable. Yes. But this feels like a much more, what's the word? Sincere. Sincere form of business. Like, yeah. okay, these people are creative. We want them to create something that people are going to like. And, and, like there's something that Kim we Smith care. has said before. I'm sorry. Uh, it's like find what you love and find a way to monetize it. Yes, they have found a way to monetize what these people love and what many of the fans love because of the great reception and the fact that Halloween 2018 was the highest grossing ever by a very wide fucking margin. Yeah, it, it grossed more than several of the sequels combined. Yeah. Inflation included. Inflation included and budget included. Yes. It's like that movie made a fucking ton. So, you know, it's a proven commodity. Let's be more creative. Let's get, you know, more people involved with it. I, You know, the final product is not here yet, but we will see. We discussed is the new screenwriters and people they brought in going to be a case of too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm. By all accounts, from what people have been saying, especially that test screening from January of last year, not at all. Apparently, this is going to be a fucking hit. Yeah. And that's cool. I mean, like, let's be honest. Opening weekend, they're making their budget back like that. Oh, yeah. Especially with the fact that people haven't been to the movies in over a year. Yeah, so. I mean, like, like, look, Fast 9 came out yesterday at the time of this recording. It's it's aiming to make $63 million in the United States alone in, during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, and just everything. Even if it's shitty live entertainment, it's going to make tons of money because people have been cooped up for a year. Yep. And so... We have two characters running away. I cannot fully identify who they are, though. No. One might be Allison, and one might have been Lindsay, but 
I guess it's Lin- I, I'm guessing it was Lindsay telling those characters to run. Yeah. Because in the next shot, Michael grabs her by the neck and pins her up against the fucking, you know, the uh, SUV. SUV. <laughs> so back in the hospital, and there was what I showed before. There was Jamie Lee Curtis basically looking at something with the fucking private Joker thousand yard stare, <laughs> and it cuts to somebody breaking into a hospital door. So yeah. is the mob like after her because she's like the fucking harbinger of death that people have treated her like? Yeah, the, I are mean, they blaming her? I mean, it's probably known that Michael Myers is the one who's doing this, and the fact that. Even though they're not related, blood related anymore. However, she's the one that got away, the and, only survivor of his rampage. And now he's back. And so now, it is, they, probably, there's probably a little bit of blame. And now he's back, and even more people are dead. Way more people are dead than last time. Yeah. You know, the, the amount of people that died in the first movie was literally shit in the, the opening bus accident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're not including Halloween 2, uh, four people died, including the person who got, got the, uh, the mechanic. So, yeah. It, oh, if we want to add fucking Judith Myers to that, the total five. number of kills. Five yeah. people. Like Lori says to me, Michael Myers murdered five people. Mm-hmm. So now, now here's the part where oh, you all you, fucking you, turn yeah. the shit off because <laughs> Tim likes to make fun of me for these things. But if if, I, if he was this passionate about something and he wanted to tell it to me, I'd listen. Oh, no, yeah. I, I was just, I was just like busting. Like Dr. Fraser Crane, I'm listening. I was busting your chops about this. But we have uh, Cameron... Walking through a particular house. A hoose? A certain hoose. Yes. A certain, it is not a crack hoose. <laughs> it is a hoose with a family. No, it, that was one of the funniest things ever. Listening to fucking <laughs> former Toronto Mayor Rob Ford, his press conference about, oh, about his admitting to smoking crack. About him parking his car on the, on the lawn of some resident to walk over to a crack house to buy crack. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I smoke some crack, whatever. Yeah, I was like, what's the big deal? And then he talks about all his accomplishments. But yes, <laughs> Ka- uh, Cameron is now walking through a crack hoose. <laughs> not a crack hoose. No, it's not a crack hoose. It is a hoose. <laughs> but anyway, he's walking with a pistol, scared shitless, hands shaking, and he's walking through the fucking Myers house, basically. Yeah. If you see behind him, there's like a stained glass window. In a, what was it, the Entertainment Weekly still yeah. of Michael Myers standing at the, the top, top of the stairs. top of stairs that look just like his home stairs. There's a window in the back. The real Myers house has a window at the top of the stairs. It is pretty much invisible. You cannot see it because it is so dark mm-hmm. in the opening of the original. And since they never really, you know, go behind the house, there's never, they, they don't, you know, go into the backyard. Except for that fucking one, like, 1979 documentary from England we for watched. The, uh, yeah, I don't know if it was BBC <laughs> or what have you, but yeah, that uh, half an hour special on the making of Halloween. On the making of Halloween, where they interviewed John Carpenter and Donald Pleasance. If you've seen any Halloween documentary, you've seen clips from it, I suggest YouTubing it, if I can... I think it's still up there, but, yeah, it, it, it's one of the things that... Um, I can find the name of it real quick. Right, and, and with Carpenter being interviewed in the midst of it, while they're tarping the exterior of the Myers house... All the windows. So, like, they, they shoot during the day with Donald Pleasant, they don't have to wait till night to shoot his interior scenes. Yeah, all his interior scenes. Yeah, Arena Cinema, John Carpenter... Fuck, hold on, my thing's breaking. John yeah. Arena Cinema, John Carpenter and Halloween broadcasts... The fuck is the name of this? Stop cutting off the goddamn broadcast 1979 UK TV. Right. Arena Cinema, John Carpenter Halloween, broadcast 1979 UK TV. We get, you know, some awesome shots of the house itself. 
And one of the coolest ones ever is a wide shot of Donald Pleasance and the host, you know, talking together in the backyard of the Myers house, which really has never been seen with that level. No, of, with the add-on and everything. With the old addition to the house that the kitchen was located in, that's now gone. But if you look at, like, Google Maps or whatever of its current location today, the window we were talking about on the second floor is there right in the middle. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Halloween Resurrection didn't even get that right. No. And the cool thing, too, and I'll continue talking about You know, I'll continue talking about this in momentarily but as Lonnie goes through the house blood is dripping on his hands yeah and you know he looks up and horror at something and horror at something but then we see a shot of Michael Myers charging but you could tell if you watch it back it's him outside somewhere it's it's basically taken from another scene cut for the purposes yeah of this where he grabs Lonnie you know Cameron uh, Lonnie he grabs Cameron picks him up chokes him Allison comes charging out for another room. I don't know if it's the exact same room because it has a totally different... It has, like, a greenish lighting. Yeah. It might be from another part of the house where she's, like, going to check on him. Mm-hmm. But when she comes out, she, you know, basically charges at him with the gun. He brushes it aside, and she gets a shot off, which explodes a pumpkin. That also may be cut from something else. Yeah. Because we see when he pushes the, the barrel of the gun aside, the window's still there. Now, next, what we have is Allison attacking Michael with a knife. This is downstairs at the the front door. At the front door at the foot of the stairs. Probably one of the biggest changes is that if you look into the living room where, you know, Judith Myers and her boyfriend originally sat, it looks like the wall to the dining room behind it is missing. Mm -hmm. And you could see this because, I mean, there's no... You can easily suspend your disbelief that in 40 years, someone has bought this fucking house, renovated, renovated. the fuck We're out Knocked of down it. a wall. Yeah, knocked down a wall. What knocked down you? a wall. But the wall that leads in, into the you know living room and then the dining room, uh, the top part has been cut out. Right. Now, when my aunt and uncle actually bought a house and they had their kitchen and their dining room next to each other, my aunt actually wanted part of the wall cut out. So you have sort of like a... Uh, like a place to like lean over and talk to people. Pass yeah. th- God damn it. Stop hitting the goddamn mic. Pass stuff. Get some better fucking mic cables, you cheapskate. <laughs> Pass, you know, stuff from the kitchen into the dining room just over this part of the section of the wall that's been taken out. And what they've done is put some like decorative like bars, you know, mm-hmm. over it. So whoever's, you know, coming downstairs or whatever now in the Myers house can like see into the living room yeah. slash dining room probably. It looks very interesting. But the thing I really like that I was just beginning to babble about moments ago was that when I watch Halloween six, I know it's not the same house, but you can suspend your disbelief to a pretty short point that this house has undergone major renovations, right? Mostly from the outside. Once you get in, there's not a ton of places where you really look and say, this is, you know, you, where you can figure out the geography of stuff. Yeah. Especially towards the rear of the house, where, like, the layout is different. I think they shot inside. The interiors in Halloween 6 were shot in a different house, not from the one that, you know, they shot different interiors and exteriors. Right. Because when people seem to go through, like, the back door, I don't get, like, a good sense of geography of where I am. Yeah. Trying to visualize, you know, like, compare it to say, okay, in the original, Michael Myers walks through the back door through the kitchen. But in Halloween 6, when, you know, John Strode walks through the back door of the kitchen, he seems to be on a different side of the house, you know? Yeah. My brain starts messing with the ge- geography of things. <clears throat> but this house they got seems to be much more closer, authentic, to to a point where I'm wondering a few things. Did they just find the fucking most perfect house they could? There is a house that looks just like this in North Carolina. Really? Yeah. 
I thought Charleston was in South. I, I know, but well, I'm, saying, I'm just okay. saying there is a house that looks just like this in North Carolina. Really? You guys, you, you guys show it to me sometime. Yeah, I, I follow it on Instagram and everything like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Did they f- just find the most perfect house? Did they potentially go to and or pay to renovate the fucking South Carolina? I believe it's the South Carolina Myers house that a fan made a replica. Maybe uh, that's a that's a far fetched thought. You mm-hmm. know, did they do a Halloween resurrection where they built a soundstage, built a custom house on it, or and this one's the really interesting one coming up? Did they actually maybe shoot a little bit in South Pass? It's quite possible. I'm not sure because as we continue with this. Michael Myers overpowers Allison, holds the knife over her as she's struggling to push it away. Yeah. But, you know, she's basically lost her fucking marbles at this point and screams to him, do it! Do it! And she sounds like Rich Evans when she does that. (laughs) And as Michael stands over her, you know, with the blank, pale, motionless face, he seems to be jolted just before the cut, like he was attacked. It was kind of showing, like, oh, shit, is Allison going to die there? Mm -hmm. But it cuts to... Then Allison, you know, looking scared, she's got the same wounds on her face and everything. Her hair looks a little wetter. That mm. could have been taken from another scene. But then we cut to outside the house. And if you look at the fucking siding, it's bluish, kind of like the real Myers house mm. with the with the posts and trim all white. Right. And we see Michael Myers standing there, but cut off at the shoulders and someone holding his mask. And it turns out it's Karen. She's saying, you want your mask? She has shown up with a mob. And as she holds the mask, it says, come and get it. Look at the fucking sidewalk in the street. That looks a lot. And the fucking picket fence across the street. Mm. That looks a lot like the actual fucking block on South Pass. Maybe. It 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 could just be. It could just be they found the right places, you know? And, I mean, you could substitute a lot nowadays, and it would look like, you know, it would look authentic just 40 years later. Yeah. You know, you don't need things to be exact, exact. As long as you get something that has the same layout. You know, you could change all manner of shit. Would you find it? Yeah, like here's the house in North Carolina I was telling you about. What the fuck? Yeah, that's the the fan replica. Ah, that's the fan replica. A fan actually fucking got as much blue, original blueprints or pictures and stuff and built a replica of the Myers that's house. That's so Myers house, North Carolina. And every year he actually invites horror fans to come for an outdoor showing of Halloween on his they, lawn. They're doing a screening of Halloween four at the gas station in Utah. Yeah, that's cool for this year. And um, but yeah, so do you know what? Two things. One, let's let's say it was shot in South Pass, Dana. Let's go with that idea first. Was this done during original production in 2019? Or was this done during COVID and, like, any productions was like, hey, we'll take any productions going on right now if you're safe. And this is shot in California when they're trying to push more California productions going on right now. I don't know. That, that would be an interesting thing because then fucking... What do you do for Halloween ends? You know, do they burn down the fucking Myers house again or whatever? Or is it just some I, dilapidated hellhole again? Like, I imagine, like, this is me being speculating at the end of this. If Laurie Show does not die here in Halloween Kills, I bet she'll die in Halloween ends with the, and the house and Michael will be burned to a crisp. Something like, probably because you can't end Halloween without fire or no. decapitation. It's, it's just the, it's the right way to do that. Yep. But yeah, damn this fucking microphone. Game. I apologize. I have one downstairs. We'll yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of that as soon as we're done recording. Anyway, but damn, I lost my train of thought for a second. Uh, the mob. The mob, yes. And Karen screaming, "You want your mask?" And there's Tommy Doyle with a bat. And then finally, there's Lori. I guess she got dressed and is on her way, carrying her bell the bottoms, f- carrying the fucking knife. And then we get Halloween Kills, October. Um. 
So what do you think of the, the cello version of the theme in this trailer? It's awesome. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It is wonderful. It is phenomenal. I like it a lot. Uh, if it is actually a part of, you know, if it's not just something John Carpenter just wrote for this trailer mm-hmm. it's, and it's going to actually be there, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I am all in on this fucking movie. And, oh, yes. One thing I was going to say that I forgot to say about the Myers house. Realistically, I think that what we read when we did our review of um, all the Halloween books and we talked about the Halloween 2018 novelization yeah. about how the Myers house was demolished in that, you know, Hawkins right. says to Sartain when he asked him about his house that it was demolished and made into a community garden. That's the most realistic thing. Yeah. If, you know, a fucking horrible murder happens at a house, the house goes unsold for 15 years, it's about to be sold, and then the person who committed the murder breaks out of a mental institution comes back, fucking basically squats in the house while he's out killing people, there ain't no way that fucking thing's gonna sell. No, I mean, okay. Ed Gein's house, torn down. Uh, I think that one actually caught fire or whatever. Yeah, right right before it was turned into a... It was gonna turn into a tourist trap, and it burned down. Okay, true. (laughs) And, and, okay, John Wayne Gacy's house, destroyed. Fucking... Dahmer's... Dahmer's entire apartment. Everybody moved out, and the fucking place was demolished. Yeah. There's no way they would keep that there. Yeah. That's why I... See, that's why I say, like, it would have been cooler if they filmed in South Pass the first one, and they used that the entire street that the actual Myers house used to be on, mm-hmm. and brought something, you know, some real-life thing into into fiction, where the town gentrified over the past 40 years, tried to attract away the negativity... Everyone on that fucking block moved out. They could never sell those houses, so they tore them all down, mm-hmm. rebuilt new ones, and and people moved in. That's why I feel it would have had better context during Michael's whole, you know, unbroken rampage where he goes home and home is no longer there. What the he, fuck is this? And that's sort of what, you know, sets him off. Yeah. But, but I would hope that during the success of Halloween 2018, they allowed them to shoot in South Pass Dana for this. Like, like that they were able to pull it off. See, I don't see why they wouldn't allow them. It's just the whole thing, like you said, during COVID, would they have said, you know what, we'll give you guys a fucking break? Because nobody wants to shoot in Cali anymore because it's the expense. Yeah, but until, like, recently where they're yeah. trying to push it, um, I mean, because, like, you wouldn't have to travel. Like, if everybody lived in California, like, sure, like, you have to take the precautions like productions are doing, but you get to go home. Yeah, you wouldn't have to take. You wouldn't have to fly across the country to do this. Yeah, um, but I found out they were not shot back to back. Yes, I know. Um, that came out that Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends were not shot back to back. I think that was kind of something that people were like, I don't think. I, I think it was something fairly obvious that they weren't shot back to back. I was confirmed of it when I saw an interview with Andy Matichak where someone asked about that, and she said, "No, it just turned out to be too much of an undertaking." Yeah, and because I think. David Gordon Green, we we brought this up before. Like he loves the test audience process. He loves to get feedback and workshop a movie before releasing it. If you shot both of these back to back, you wouldn't really have that much time to do because you would have like as soon as the first the first one or second one in this case is done, you immediately have to go into production of the next one. Well, what's funny is I don't think that was much of a problem here because when they got that first test screening out in January of 2020, it was like almost universally praised. Yeah, like it was beloved. It wasn't like the the first. Test screening of Halloween 2018, which was fairly uh, poorly Mixed. received. Yeah, yeah. Th- so the they like, reshot the ending. Yeah, like so. I don't think that would have been an issue in this particular case. Like things seem to be going really well, and they could have done it. I'm starting to think, like, fuck, man. Maybe just while the pandemic was going on, they were just sitting around, fucking, you know, 
still in their pajamas at seven o'clock at night and got some fucking ideas. Maybe. You know? And I know that the and say, production. hey, how can, how can we take this thing that a lot of people said is really amazing and actually make it better? I know production Halloween Ends is going to be beginning soon. I think it's this fall. They're gonna start yeah, shooting. they're still on track to have it come out a year from this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to tell you a story before we get to final thoughts. On the tell trailer. me a story. Um, I had a nightmare about Michael Myers after this trailer came out. Oh, shit. And I've had those before. And that's another reason why I'm so obsessed with the fucking Myers house. because Most of them involve me. You know, just walking down the street through town, and there's the fucking Myers house. And standing on the porch staring at me is Michael Myers. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to start running away. And I start running away. I do that thing where in a dream where you can't run for whatever reason. You're yeah. like running through quicksand. Uh, it's funny that you bring it up because you were there. Oh, really? Yeah. And we... Or I have other dreams where I wake up, a la like the Resident Evil 7 demo, in the fucking Myers house. And oh, it's this dilapidated, no. dank, awful place, dead bodies everywhere. And there's Dr. Loomis trying to save me. Oh, jeez. Um, and so we were part of a mob that was going to try and kill Michael Myers. Uh, and early snow had happened. I could tell this is a dream because there's no fucking way I'd be within a... F- I would not be within 100 leagues of your city. Yes. Um, I would not bring the ring within 1,000 leagues of your city. And it, it was it was snowing. And like, and we just, like, I was the bait. And what was as, gonna- as, as would happen. Yes. And I was going to run down this very narrow path. Michael would be chasing me. Yelling, Trip- Baba Booey, Baba Booey, how he his penis. <laughs> uh, a tripwire would go up to knock him over. And then you would run at him with a lawnmower and you would cut off his face while he's on the ground. <laughs> that reminds me of something that I told uh, I told you once about uh, like someone I hate. I would love to kill. Just bury him up to his neck and then go over him with a lawnmower. lawnmower? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we put this plan to action. I run. He doesn't follow me, and we're like, "Wait, what the hell?" He pops up behind you, and you get face first. You get pushed into the lawnmower. Great. I'm sorry. Your dreams suck. Dude. I know. And then, like, like you, I was trying to run down the street away from the Myers house at that point, and then, like, I was just like running in place, and then I woke up. Your dreams suck. You want me dead? I'm gonna, fuck this podcast. I'm gonna play more Ghost Recon. <laughs> I quit. Oh god, like I feel bad because you die in your dreams so often. Now I die in my dreams, so now I die in your, your dreams, dreams too. too. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Oh god, but I was, I was happy at one point. It's like, oh god, this. Movie- I'm sure you were happy already. Like, oh thank god, I'm rid of this fucking guy. <laughs> no, I was happy. Like, oh this movie, this movie's trailer gave me a nightmare. Like, I am excited for this. But it made me so goddamn amped for this. I'm hype as fuck. I have said a million times, and I will even say it when we do our commentary of Halloween 2018. I fucking love that ending. That ending is special to me. Yes. Halloween Kills, you have a very high bar that is set for you, and I have total confidence you're going to pass it. Yeah. How high are you going to raise the bar, then? How <laughs> how high will you take that very same bar and raise it? That's, that's what is yet to be seen. <laughs> but I, I have total faith in this. I was hype as fuck. I was sending it to everybody I know. Uh-huh. David Gordon Green has become the James Cameron of the Halloween franchise. He's going to raise the bar. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's the greatest pioneer. Is Michael Myers going to kill a bunch of blue Smurfs next time? <laughs> like That's my question. Is like, even though, like, knowing how... Where, where they're mining for Halloweenium? <laughs> uh, it was unobtainable. That's why they had to go there. Uh, um, yeah, it wasn't uh, fucking dumber and blunt. It was as blunt as a shovel to the face. 
it was it was as blunt as a fireman poker to the face. I remember rolling my eyes when I heard that when I first saw Avatar. I'm just like, oh boy, I mean, <laughs> three more hours. Oh shit! I get the bigger the budget, the broader the story has to be in it. But I'm like, that's ah, like that's first draft. I'm sorry, James. That's some first draft shit right there. But uh, final thoughts on the Halloween Kills trailer? Fucking. I was so looking forward to my fucking summer, man. I got my fucking Empire Pass. I could go to any beach, any state park. Thinking all the, I'm getting, you know, more vacation time. Think all this cool shit I'm going to do. And I'm sitting here wishing for it to be October. <laughs> I'm, I, Halloween Kills trailer, I love you, but I'm fucking mad at you. Because now I want my summer to end uh, and, faster. And, and, and your I favorite season of the year. My favorite season of the year. And I want it fucking over with so this movie will come out. Thanks, Halloween Kills trailer. Thanks, uh, Dick. I'm excited for this. I can't wait to see uh, it. Um, and I'm curious what the hell Halloween ends is going to be. F- fuck, man! It's going to be one of those. It's going to be like one of those things where it's like, where the hell can you go next with this? Yeah. Unless they got something major planned. I am. There's a part of me that is kind of hoping that Halloween ends is also going to take place on the same night. So do I. Like just I, because, like, it would be the first time we'd ever done that for first, this series. First time they've ever done that. This is we're treading all new ground here with it, like with this too. We're the first time where the town as one is going to stand up and fight, not just a bunch of fucking dumb slack jawed yokels, <laughs> you know, firing blindlessly into the fucking breeze. But also the thought that I, I've said this before in some of our episodes. I think I said it in the Halloween twenty eighteen episodes. The more times you reboot this shit, the less special it becomes. Not the less special it becomes, the less plausible it becomes that the idea that this embodiment of fucking evil you know i'm talking rebooting with these anniversary these decade anniversary movies the more times you do this shit the less plausible it is of the idea that this unstoppable uncontainable unkillable evil fucking does his fucking one rampage is stopped and then nothing happens for 20 years 30 years 40 years yeah i'll give it 10 because look at the way Halloween 2 ended. Look at the fact that Halloween 2 happened, you know, like he wasn't defeated at the end of the first one. He was merely just stopped. Yeah. He just had an obstacle put in his way, which then he proceeded to pick right up where he left off, raise the body count, double the body count, and had to be fucking blown up. Yeah. Basically. So 10 years in a fucking coma, 10 years, he's still young, still in his 30s. -hmm. It's the 10th anniversary. It's the first of those major decade anniversaries. He comes back, and that movie ends in a way that it did not prior, where he is not contained. No. You know, he murders his sister. He's contained. He fucking murders everybody on Halloween of 78. He's contained. Yeah. Blown up, but contained. Halloween 4, he shot down a mine shaft. Disappears. No fucking body. They don't got no body locked up in a facility somewhere. Yep. Not contained. And his niece fucking, you know, goes nuts and stabs her fucking Stepmom. stepmother. Only makes perfect sense. He'd be back uh, the fucking minute he gets his bearings back together. Mm-hmm. He'd be back. Halloween 5. He's contained at the end of that, but then some freak shit occurrence happens where he's broken out of jail and taken away, and everybody disappear- disappears. He's contained again. Yeah. But he's contained in a way where he pretty much has free roam of the fucking place, you know? He's contained. He's He basically is contained the same way going home contains you. Yeah. Goes back to Smith's Grove. Comes back six years later, you know, finds people, you know, goes after his niece who's escaped that he's got to kill for his fucking thorn ritual. Say what you want about that. Mm-hmm. But still, we're still in the realm of plausibility. And then when he returns to Haddonfield looking for this baby, he discovers, oh, shit, this motherfucker's living in my house. Yeah. And he returns. 
that movie ends. We don't know what the fuck happens because we get two different endings. But then when we get to H2O, the 20th anniversary, you got the two different ideas of did the previous sequels happen? If they did, we got, you know, some story beats over the course of 20 years. Mm -hmm. We have body counts that piled up. We have incidents that happened. We have just this fucking pure evil destroying so many lives. And now the story of his original victim who managed to get away avenging all of them yeah. as well as her own trauma. Mm -hmm. But then when you look at it on the other hand of, you know, you have one and two and then he disappears and does nothing for 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some unexplained unsolved murderers. Like were those stories just not worth telling? Were they just easy? Were they just, okay. He stalks this person and kills him. Okay. He stalks this person and kills him. Okay. He stalks this person and kills him. Is it like that, you know? I like the fucking idea of a consistent story with all these different chapters happening. Yeah. Because once you start thinking about it, like I just said, okay, he has his one thing, he's blown up, and then he, even though he was clearly engulfed in fucking flames, they didn't find the body, and his hands are like fucking, you know, Dove soap hand model <laughs> levels of pristine, Dove soap commercial hand levels, you know, pristine levels with his hands. But the idea that, like, this evil has persisted and done things. But now we get to the 40th anniversary where, you know, all right, he's defeated in even quicker. Yeah. Body count is even lower. Contained. Contained. 40 for years. 40 fucking years. Yeah. But the way they're pulling this off by having it literally all be in one night, it's almost like a goddamn freak occurrence that he was able to get out again mm -hmm. and raise the body count. And now that because he's been contained, he's built up, built up, built up. He's like a caged fucking animal. Yeah. It, it, to quote Donald Pleasance in Prince of Darkness, this prison can hold, hold him no longer. Right. His power has grown, you know? And, and, and like, what was it? Like, there's the, the Hatchet trilogy. Like, when Adam Green does, he came up with all three of them before he made the first one. And his idea was, you can lop off the credits to two and three, and it could flow into, as one long story. And I hope something like that can be done with these movies. I hope that happens, because if we're going to go with the idea of him being contained for 40 years... That the freak occurrence that allows him out is probably like the worst thing that ever could have happened because we see how destructive he is. How if he ever were to get out again, it would be a million times fucking worse. And that's pretty much what this is all in my for me is hinging on is how how much of a fucking caged animal can we really show him have been for yeah. forty fucking years? And he gets out with a freak occurrence, and he survives with a equally freak occurrence, right? Of hiding in a fucking you know gun safe with metal shutters. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why I want to see Halloween ends because it's like we had if if you ignore four five and six we have Halloween H two O but then if he survives you know Halloween Resurrection now we have a fucking basically a story of where he so we only tell the, do we only tell the stories where he's defeated you know mm -hmm. that's fucking boring how about some of them where he wins just to show that something's happening show that there's some goddamn pulse here yeah but it, it is curious I'm just saying like and then when it ends end it. Yeah. Or remake it with someone who doesn't have a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre fetish because, I don't know, maybe got blown behind a fucking dumpster once in a fucking CD driving <laughs> that played shitty movies like that. But, like, as you laid not out... Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not a shitty movie. No. But... Uh, it's a classic. <laughs> um, but, no, like, the, the, the ideas that you just presenting right there, it did... I've been thinking about that for the past couple of days, and I'm writing a video essay of why Halloween 2018 as a reboot worked. And why people so why people like that for several reasons. And I'll it, was tell you. The, it was the freak occurrence where his crazy new doctor let him loose, 
And now we get to see what kind of a fucking mess I, he could really make. After I, being I'm talking from like a filmmaker and the audience standpoint, why it worked. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it here. So hope everybody's enjoyed our breakdown of the Halloween Kills trailer. I'm gonna put the AC on before I have a fucking breakdown. Yeah. Uh, follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at this is Tim Rooney. Rooney is an R O O N E Y. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. My other podcast, please rewind the RF Forum Retro Show. We just celebrated 100 episodes with a review of Raiders of Lost Ark. And my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Through the Lens Productions. Latest short film, eight and a half with a vengeance is up there. Uh, you can find the link set in the description below. Mike, thank you for taking time out of your day to talk. <laughs> Halloween kills the trailer breakdown. You're welcome. Come back next time to continue to talk about geek and pop culture. And we'll be speaking to you soon. I can go for some dinner now.